On today's Locked on Thunder podcast, the Oklahoma City Thunder get their largest win of the season, beating the shorthanded Knicks by 15 points. SGA has another good game. Aaron Wiggins continues his hot streak and dominance of double-digit point streaks, and Ty Jerome steps up in a big way. The Thunder still need more from Lou Dorp. We're going to discuss all of this coming up on today's Locked on Thunder on the Locked on Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. You can follow the show on Twitter at LO Thunderpod and even email the show LOThunderpod at gmail.com. On today's show, brought to you by Truebill, we're going to dive into the Oklahoma City Thunder beating the short-handed Knicks by 15 points, the largest one of the season for the Thunder. SGA puts up 23. Wiggins scores in double figures yet again. Ty Jerome is part of this win as well. And Gabrielle Deck. Still could not get on the floor. A lot to dive into today, but again, today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at Truebill. And Truebill is an is a app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you do not want or need anymore, and even negotiate better deals for the ones that you still would like to keep. So try out Truebill.com today. And we're going to start the way we always do with our game overview, Josh Giddy. Darius Baisley, Jalen Horde, Trey Mann, and Vitt were all out, as well as Jeremiah Robinson-Earl. Uh, Scotty Hobson, Olivier Saar, and Rob Edwards did not play. Neither did Gabriel Deck, which prompted his official you know, communication page, official whatever you would like to call it, fan page, uh, something that is a, a directly affiliated with Gabriel Deck in some degree, uh, to tweet the hashtag free deck, which is a popular hashtag around uh, the fans of Gabriel Deck. And it just continues to be a weird pairing. I'll say this as I always do when talking about Gabriel Deck. He could play basketball on the moon. He can play in the Euroleagues. He can play in the Olympics. He can play in the NBA. He can play in the NBL. He can play anywhere he wants to play and be a very good player. We've seen him be very good in the NBA whenever he gets minutes for the Thunder. But for whatever the reason, those minutes have been few and far between with Oklahoma City since his initial signing, which was mainly to get him uh, and to get the team, I should say, at the salary cap floor and try out this 26-year-old throwback big that doesn't really fit the timeline or the plan for the Thunder. This is a signing that's been debated and has been weird since the beginning, and it seems like it's run its course. There's been numerous reports going back to the offseason of his departure from the Thunder. Remember that report that said he was going to return to the Euro League's this offseason, which didn't come true, we came back to the NBA. And then there was a report a month ago that it was only a matter of time and that the Thunder and Deck have agreed to part ways and that Deck will decide when he practices and when he plays for the Blue, but it's only a matter of time before he goes away. And then that never really comes to flourishing yet. And now we're sitting here, and even as the Thunder are very depleted and short on depth, he plays one time in this stretch, plays very good that one time, but cannot get back on the floor. Now, I said after the Suns game, hey, maybe it's just hard on his body to ramp back up and to play NBA basketball uh, two days in a row after the Thunder have not helped him at all uh, by not playing him since October. But 
when you have those days off and still don't play Friday, that again leads to a bigger mystery of why he is not playing, even though we know he's a capable player and a good player at this level. Uh, it seems as though uh, the longer this gets drawn out, the more and more people are concerned. I mean, there are, there are media members from overseas that hop into these Zooms and ask questions to Mark and to Mike Wilkes, in this case, who's the acting head coach right now for the Thunder, about the scenario. And they kind of just pass it off and pass it off, but you can tell the rumblings from uh, fans of deck and of uh, international basketball, uh, why this is happening, kind of upset with it. To me, it's not worth the headache. I, I, again, deck does not fit the timeline, even though he's a good basketball player. I'm not sure who would trade for deck and why that would change between now and the trade deadline. Uh, plus, of course, the uh, the contract being guaranteed here in the in the midst of January. I believe January seventh is the day that you have to cut a player before. Uh, their contract is guaranteed because you need a two-day waiver period uh, to clear waivers until you know, so they can clear waivers before the guaranteed date, which I believe is the 10th, but I have to go double-check that, and I'll get that for you on the next episode. Uh, but it's just weird. If the contract doesn't get guaranteed, it does not matter. The Thunder have, the, have more than enough cap space to guarantee the contract and to pay him and still cut him after that date. Uh, but it seems like the quicker the Thunder can get a resolution on this, the better for the organization and not have this lingering over them and have any sort of ill will with any uh, with any player at all on the roster. Although again, it doesn't really matter. I get it only really can impact the Thunder long-term if the same agent for get for deck eventually represents a player that the Thunder do want. And then that agent has a bad feeling towards the Thunder. But on this one, you've got to trust Sam Price's reputation. There has been uh, no player and no former player that has ever sp- spoken ill will of the Thunder or uh, the organization or Sam Presti. And so I'm going to let that track record stand on its own and take this fan page thing that is supposedly tied to deck that I don't really uh, know how true that is uh, stand on its own as well. And so we'll see how this all unfolds, but it was an interesting wrinkle to be thrown into the mix after this game against New York. And uh, now Scotty Hobson again and, and saw and Edwards and deck did not play. Everyone else played over 10 minutes tonight, but the Knicks were very shorthanded. They, they were without Julius Randall, without uh, Kimba Walker, without Anderson well, without Derek Rose, without Wayne Southern, without Daniel House, who they just signed, and without Jericho Sims, as well as Luca, And then Damian Dotson did not play either, and Matt Mooney did not play either for the Knicks. SGA returns from that ankle injury that kept him out of the Suns game, was ankle soreness for the Suns game, the same ankle here earlier this year. And so he goes back to that lineup for the starting lineup being SGA, Lou Dort, Wiggins, Watson, and Roby. The Knicks start out with four-year uh, McBride, Toppin, uh, uh, RJ Barrett, and Mitchell Robinson. And then the Thunder just came out looking pretty good tonight. Uh, they really got down by nine early, took control around the late first, early second, and never looked back. Never looked back. They played some of their best defense of the season in this game. Uh, they once led by 17 points, won by 15, their largest margin of victory. Only one lead change, only three times was this game ever tied. The Thunder out-rebounded the Knicks by one rebound. The Thunder forced the Knicks to commit one more turnover than the Thunder do. And the Thunder shot 41% from the floor and 41% from deep, which was the difference tonight. The Knicks shot 37% from the floor, but only 19% from deep. They went eight for 41 from beyond the arc. Uh, And at the line, the Knicks only made 54% of their free throws. The Thunder made 71% of their freebies. That was the story of tonight. The Thunder lost the points in the paint battle 38 to 32. The Thunder won the second chance points battle 13 to three. And then they lost the fast break points four to three. The crowd was incredible. Give yourselves a round of applause for those of you that were there and just Thunder fans around the world, because even Aaron Wiggins noted how great this fan base was 
uh, after this game. And it just is even more incentive for whenever this team eventually returns in the postseason to truly show these players uh, what this fan base can do because it is the best crowd in all of basketball when this team is in the postseason. Cannot wait to get back to that front. The Thunder improved to to, uh, 11-3 overall on New Year's Eve. The Thunder made 18 three-pointers, just the 17th time in franchise history. The Thunder have made 18-plus triple attempts. OKC wins 95-80. to Uh, They had three scores in double figures. The Knicks only had two, but they did have one with nine points. New York, again, only made eight threes on 41 attempts. Very good perimeter defense by the Thunder. And, of course, Mike Wilkes gets his first win as an acting head coach. It's the first win by a former Thunder player uh, to become a head coach. And the first win, of course, as the Thunder uh, African-American head coach. The Thunder have never had one, and so he becomes the first one to win a game for the Thunder. Now, granted, these wins and losses both go back to Mark's record. It's the same thing that it's always been. Uh, COVID did not change that part, but it's still nice to uh, to all of us that know, hey, he's the one that coached this win. He's the one that got this team there and prepared this team for this game and has had them all week. So this is really all on Mike Wilk. So he deserves a huge round of applause. The team drenched him in water and gave him the game ball afterwards. You could tell the team really loved to get this win for him and really playing hard for him all week long, considering the circumstances. I'm just so happy for Wilkes. He's, he's an amazing person from what little interaction we've all had with him. He's incredible with the media. And you can just, again, tell that these players respect him and these players really enjoy fighting for him. And, He's talked about how he's been hands-on with development for SGA's defense and for Josh Giddey's jumper and for all these different moving parts that will really benefit the Thunder long-term. And he's been a part of this organization for a long time as a former player, as a scout, assistant coach, and now the acting head coach. Uh, you'd imagine that he's second in command uh, you know, behind Mark and Dave Bliss, who was, of course, the runner, you know, the, the first person to replace Mark whenever Mark had to leave the team for the birth of his child. Of course, those two uh, guys, both in protocols, that left Mike Wilkes to slide on down. So he's very high up the pecking order of the Thunder coaching staff. Now he's worked his way up there. And based on the way he managed the game and managed the game flow, now a lot of that goes with your credit to the coaching staff, which he gives to other coaching staffs. But given the way he managed the game that we've seen this week, uh, I would not be surprised if Wilkes is a head coach sooner rather than later. And I do wonder um, how much that these acting head coaching gigs matter to uh, future employers, right? Like, uh, again, there, there are people within the walls of the NBA that are much better at evaluating how a head coach does than us, the fans who are just kind of guessing and kind of uh, prognosticating. But uh, I do wonder if maybe Wilkes's name moves up big boards quicker now that they've seen him as the acting head coach. Same thing for around the NBA as there are many, many coaches entering health and safety protocols. And so many assistants at that point getting their first chance to run the show. And so maybe uh, this matters. Maybe it doesn't. No one really knows. This is all kind of new, but I'd be interested to see at some point if maybe somebody says, yeah, the difference in hiring, say, Mike Wilkes over candidate B is because we've seen Mike Wilkes actually handle a team for a week or two weeks or however long Wilkes will be in charge as Mark Stillen protocols as of now. Uh, so maybe it's the difference. Maybe it's not. But it is interesting to see uh, how this all will eventually unfold. But again, huge credit to him. He deserves that win. And, and the, the players, of course, really rallied around him. But I do want to tell you right now, very good friends over at Price Picks. Folks, Price Picks is incredible. Uh you simply have been hearing me talk about price picks for months now, but have you signed up yet? Because price picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. If you uh, have not checked it out yet, you're missing out big time. I'm telling you, you will not want to miss this offer because you can mix your sport entries. It's the perfect time of year to do this with the NFL ramping up to the postseason and, and NBA in full swing. Uh, price picks has the best 
NBA daily fantasy sport prop game on the market. Uh, Price Picks offers NBA props more than any other prop operator and offers superstar players as well as bench players, uh, only recording a handful of minutes each game. Price Picks offers any prop you can think of from points, assists, rebounds, three pointers made, etc. All of my users can uh, get their deposit. Um, with their promo code and receive a 100% instant guarantee match on their deposit up to $100. Make sure you use the code NBA. You pick two to five players and over under their projection numbers, and you can win 10 times on your uh, entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Folks, you're going to want to check out this offer, especially as the Thunder will be relying on new players. And in this week, you have the advantage over these projected numbers because you know by following this, this team every day who can perform and who might not perform. For example, right now, Considering who's out and who will not play against Dallas on Sunday, you should take the over on Wiggins points on prize picks because you understand, hey, this guy's on a long, hot streak of double-digit points. He's going to be relied on heavily for this offense, and you have an edge there to try to win some money and make sure you do at prize picks. And so make sure you go check it out. It's prizepicks.com today and use the code NBA or go to the app store and download the app. Prize picks is a daily fantasy sports made easy. Pricepicks.com slash NBA. Make sure you go check out the NBA promo code at prize picks. And so we are back on Lockdown Thunder Podcast on Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. For your second listen, go check out the Lockdown Now podcast, which is a nightly recap of everything happening around the association with help from our local experts, including yours truly. You get a recap of every single NBA game, every single one. You can listen to Lockdown Now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or even just watch it on the Lockdown NBA YouTube channel, which, of course, is also where you can find Lockdown Thunder on the new platform of YouTube for free. Every platform is free. Every episode is free of the Lockdown Thunder podcast on Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Again, follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Let's dive into this game with SGA pouring in 23 points, four assists, four rebounds, two steals, a block, two for seven from three, and shot 37% from the floor. Only attempted the four free throws, which, of course, uh, is down from what he typically does, which he gets on the line at an unseemly clip. But still a nice game from him. The efficiency is still not there, especially where it was last year. He was just otherworldly efficient. But one of his better games defensively for SGA. And, of course, now he enters health and safety protocols, as does Mitchell Robinson, who he did a great job of taking out of the paint uh, the night prior. Four turnovers tonight. Again, not the best, but it, it's still hard whenever you're a solo playmaker and there's not anyone else on your floor on the floor with you, that can take some load off of that. So that's going to naturally happen. Uh, th- those numbers typically hover around 3-2-1 whenever Josh Giddy is with SGA. So it's one more turnover than we're accustomed to seeing. Uh, he was plus one for the game of the box score. Not an incredible game, but again, another effort where he found a way to get the job done, found a way to lead this team given the circumstances. So you tip your cap to SGA and hopefully he'll exit protocols uh, as soon as possible. Aaron Wiggins continues his hot streak, 13 points, 62% from the floor, two for four from three, four rebounds, an assist, a steal, uh, a four-game streak in double figures, two 20-point outings in the last four games. He's the only Thunder rookie with 20 points uh, in a game. 17 games played, eight starts made on that two-way contract. Of course, before COVID changed the rules, it was a cap of 50 games played. So he's already played 17 of those 50 games. But again, now there's no longer a cap, so he can play as many games as he wants to. But still, the incentive is there for the Thunder to transition his contract to a standard NBA deal because he's one of the smartest players on the floor. He's a really good defender whenever you factor in the fact that he's a rookie. So taking judging him through the scope of rookie, he's a great defender. 
the scope of an NBA player, you can see that he has a ton of potential defensively. And this is one of the best stops you can have as a player who wants to improve as a defender. And so I think that you can see the tools there, the communication, the length, uh, the basketball kind of savviness to be able to play the passing lanes and to gamble, you know, kind of calculatedly gambling, uh, not just kind of willy-nilly throwing your arms out, playing the overly playing the passing lanes and getting beat. He does a really, really good job on the defensive end, sitting down and, and, and defending one-on-one in space. I really like what we're seeing from Wiggins as a player, and that's why I am not hesitant to buy into him because I think that as a rookie, he's a good defender with a ton of room to grow physically and, and to grow uh, just as a player learning the different moves of the NBA and learning what players like to do. And so I think that he can take himself from a good defender to a great defender to possibly an elite defender as his career unfolds. And his offense is not just a flash in the pan, in my opinion. He's not hes not getting these buckets by, by taking spinning layups to the lane or by dunking on five players or by taking these step-back threes that just kind of swirl around the rim and eventually fall. These are all repeatable shots that he's taking. And, and every move he makes, I think, is explainable. And as a 22-year-old rookie that was drafted 55th overall, to make sure that you can explain and can kind of agree with every move he makes on the floor that just shows again how smart he is as a player uh, 35 percent from three this year uh, and 45 percent in the corner you're going to take that percentage you're going to take that efficiency from three all you know every day of the week considering how how much uh, of an improvement he has defensively for the center team of course those numbers are according to clean the glass so clean the glass takes out garbage time minutes it takes out you know heaves things like that so that's his kind of his true true shooting numbers at 35 percent from three 45% from the corner, but it improves heavily in the mid-range, 61% in the mid-range. And at the rim, he's shooting 94% at the rim. Uh, it, it, incredible what he's doing on the offensive end. And so you can really tip your cap to Wiggins on that two-way deal, but not for long. I'm sure he'll get converted sooner rather than later. He deserves it in a big way. But Ty Jerome also deserves a hat tip in this one. 11 points, five assists, five rebounds, three for seven from three, 40% from the floor. Uh, zero turnovers in this game, a steal, and he was a plus 14 uh, on the contest. I, I think that with Ty Jerome, you got to give him credit for riding the roller coaster, right? I mean, he he uh, kind of gets sparked into more action this week than he's had in a long time. Uh, does not have a great game against, I believe it's Sacramento, has an amazing game against the Suns, and is back on track here in more of a steady role uh, against the Knicks on Friday. So his role's kind of evening out now, and you're seeing him kind of uh, adjust again against Sacramento, adjusting to the heavy workload didn't do it particularly well. And then reacting to starting, again, he only had about 20 minutes to prepare to start against the Suns as SGA was such a late scratch and handles that role in a great way and who's a catalyst for the Thunder, keeping that game as close as they did. And then Friday, a more standard traditional role that he thrives in and he's able to weather the storm and help the Thunder get their biggest win of the season in terms of margin of victory and knock off the Knicks. Coming up, we're going to talk about the veterans, Pokashevsky, Roby, Lou Dort as well, uh, and... Talk about who we did for the bed today and who we picked in the Moneyball uh, segment. So a lot to get to today on Locked Arm Thunder. And I do want to tell you, though, first about our good friends over at Truebill. Folks, Truebill is incredible. It is a app you need. It helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you do not need or want or simply forgot about. Because let me tell you something, folks. Free trials are a scam. They renew without your consent so companies can make money off of you. They're hoping you forgot about them. They're trying to take your money every single month without you noticing. 
Truebill can help you eliminate that. On average, people save $720 per year at Truebill because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your account to Truebill and it'll cancel your unwanted subscriptions one tap at a time. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you do not have to. Truebill has over 2 million users and helps them save over $100 million per year. Like Matthew B has to say, quote, in a matter of seconds, I saved five, I saved $660 for the year on my DirecTV bill and saved $120 for the year on my SiriusXM bill and saved $840 a year on my car insurance, end quote from Matthew B, a reviewer of Truebill.com. So do not fall for these scams any longer. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedInNBA. That's Truebill.com slash LockedInNBA, Truebill.com slash LockedInNBA. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Is that R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S? You can follow the show on Twitter at L-O Thunderpod. And let's continue recapping this game against the New York Knicks. But thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball and for your second listen, go check out the Lockdown Bets podcast. They're going to win you money over there uh, by giving you some winners over there at the Lockdown Bets podcast five days a week uh, and free to, uh, free across all platforms. Mike Muscala chips in nine points, gets an assist, a steal, a block. Kenny Hustle does it all. Eight points, seven rebounds, four assists, two steals, and a block. And then Derek Favors contributes four points, three rebounds, two assists, and a block as well. The veteran trio helps you again pull out this win. And... As you move a game away from the play-in tournament, you're seeing the difference between the Thunder and some of these other jumbled-up teams in the Western Conference. The difference, for example, in the Thunder and the Rockets right now in the midst of another long losing streak. It's the the trio of veterans. It is these guys steadying the game, steadying the flow of the game, and letting you expand on these leads at times or also just maintain these leads uh, for the Thunder. So, they couldn't really be closing these games out as such a young team without these guys, I don't believe. So I think that the the key contributors here, uh, along with SGA, along with Josh Giddy and Lou Dorton, these young guys, is the veteran pieces. And so will we see this team without them? Will we see the team trade Kenny Hustle? Will we see the team shut down Mike Muscala or Derek Favors? That's to be determined. But I think that if we did see that, uh, it would make this team kind of come crashing back down to reality. Maybe it wouldn't, but that's just kind of my guess on the scenario. Uh, Pokashevsky, though, Really good. First game back out of protocols, four points, eight rebounds, 17 point, uh, seventeen minutes per game. 17 minutes in this game, I should say. And he was a plus 11 for the game. Poku did a really good job of, uh, of coming back and settling himself in because, uh, remember, before protocols, he was playing really good basketball. I mean, he was not doing too much. He was not doing the kind of blooper reel plays as much. Now, this game doesn't try to force it, does not try to press, does not try to be overexcited to return to the floor. Uh, look, this is their job. It's also their passion. So, whenever it gets taken away from you for X amount of time, like a few days even, uh, it, it would be natural for Pokoshevsky or any of these players to come back over-amped and pressing to, and trying to do too much and trying to get back into the grind of the NBA and trying to extend yourself and thus making those blooper real plays. But credit, credit to Pokoshevsky for returning, staying composed, and staying within himself and not uh, allowing the kind of excitement to, to ramp himself up. Isaiah Roby has another good game, eight points, nine rebounds, uh, the two turnovers, but goes two for two from three, three for three from the floor, plus seven in the game. And then the big key here is only one foul on the defensive end. Uh, again, like Roby, I, I really like Isaiah Roby. I was advocating for Roby last training camp whenever every person on Thunder 
on the Thunder Sphere wanted him waived from the team, uh, but his role is kind of redundant whenever you have JRE. So I'm interested to see how they go about kind of showcasing Roby and maybe even dealing him at the deadline. We'll see if that actually comes true or if there's going to be a spot made for Roby in the future of the Thunder. Either way, I think that Roby has a really, really bright NBA future as a nice rotational piece for some team. Lou Dort, though, continues to struggle. Uh, six points, four rebounds, two assists. He gets a steal but shoots 16% from the floor uh, and 16% from deep uh, on his, on six attempts. Uh, it's just it's just not the game you want to have you want to or not the stretch you want to see Lou Dort have as the team is so desperate for scores and for playmakers and contributors uh, as they get kind of really shorthanded here. Uh, but the bet of the day was OKC plus three that obviously hit. Uh, the money ball pick in this game was actually Lou Dort and it did not hit because there was a uh, three point barrage by Ty Jerome and Mike Muscala who both knocked down three triple attempts. MVP of the game is Aaron Wiggins. Up next on Monday. We're going to have your Mavs recap Tuesday. We're going to be grading the season so far. Wednesday, draft talk and stock watch. Thursday, Timberwolves recap. Friday, evaluating the future of the organization. Uh, Saturday, uh, Timberwolves recap again because they played the Timberwolves twice this week. And then Monday, a Nuggets recap. So a fully loaded week here on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast. On the Lockdown Podcast Network, it's your teams every day. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. We'll see you again later on today uh, on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast. So until then, be good and be good to one another.